Hey y'all, welcome to this open exploration of everything LGBTQIA. It's your host, Shonda D, and your girl, Neck and Nikki Baby. And we will be exploring topics from all perspectives, asking the hard-hitting questions that everyone wants answers to, and saying the things that brown liquor makes slip from the tongue. No host barred. And you know how we be out here having them slipping from the tongue, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Our goal is to start a conversation about the things that go on in our community. So sit back, take, take a, a sip, sip, and, and enjoy, enjoy this episode. episode. Brown look at y'all. This episode is sponsored by Shirley Spotless Commercial Cleaning. Looking for a cleaning company to get your Airbnb ready for your next guest? Contact Shirley Spotless for all your cleaning needs. With Shirley Spotless, we're sure to get you cleaned right the first time because our reputation is spotless. And we're back where we belong. We're back. I, I don't know this song. See, you always, you always messing shit up. Come on, babe. Now we're back where we belong. We're back where we belong. Now we're supposed to say, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back where we belong. Come on, we all got to harmonize. It's a choir. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm just flat. I'm just flat. I'm just trying to get the mood right. Lord get the mood Jesus. right. We're back. It's 2023. And, I, and I'm not supposed to be doing none of this. I'm getting the evil eye because I'm way off strip. You ain't we're getting back. no evil eye. I just don't know what your song is. We're back where we belong. I just made that shit up just right now. We're back. But anyway. We're back. What's up, y'all? We are finally back. It is 2023. We have been gone for so long. It ain't been that long. It has been long. It's been long for me. All right, so do your regular intro, babe. Come on, I'm ready. Nah, for I'm just. That is my regular intro. No, We're you, back. You, you, no, you gotta do your intro. We're back with another episode. You gotta do whatever. That. Come on. Anyways, it's your girl Shonda D and Naked Nikki. And, of course, we are here with a new episode for 2023. So, let's get right into it because we got a lot to discuss. So, first, we want to say Happy Thanksgiving, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all of that. Because we missed all of that with y'all. And, um, jolly, yeah. Jolly, We had a lot going on. We hope y'all had... Uh, happy holiday season and we hope that y'all enjoyed y'all holiday season I hope you had a good time with your family I hope you cursed that auntie out that you know what I'm saying don't ever want you to come around yeah cause you gay and you like to bring your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whomever you know what I'm saying get her right put her in her place cause that ain't none of her business man I'll give a hundred dollars out to somebody that got the best holiday story something that's just gonna make me <laughs> give my money away if you email us at brownlicker.com with a hell of a story on what happened brownlicker at gmail.com what did i say you said email us at brownlicker.com email us at brownlicker at gmail.com oh oh we, we're still at gmail yes we didn't get the professional email yet I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't get that memo, but I'm gonna I'm end up hooking us up. We're going to get right. We're going to get right. Now I forgot what I was saying, babe, because you just had to correct me. You, you should have corrected me. You were talking about end. if you had somebody, if somebody had a holiday story that'll make you want to spend your money. Who got the best holiday story? Who got the best holiday story? One auntie fell out. One uncle came over, ate up all the goddamn food, and was saying, who's that over there? Is that my cousin? Because I'm trying to talk to her. I want no, them type of stories. One uncle got drunk and, and cussed everybody out. And then tried to talk to one of the little cousins because <laughs> he didn't know that that was his auntie, daddy, sister, cousin on his mama's side. From back in the day. <laughs> sister cousins. <laughs> All right, so y'all already know how this goes. We gonna get into this drink of the week. This week's drink of the week is called "We Back, Bitches." <laughs> we're back where we belong. <laughs> we're back, bitches. So for this drink, you're gonna need 
uh, white crayon strawberry, blanco tequila, lime, lime, salt or sugar for your rim, whichever one you prefer. So to make the drink, squeeze the lime in the bottom of a martini glass, salt or sugar the rims. You need two ounces of tequila. Mm. So it's going to be kind of strong. Two ounces? Is that a lot? I mean, it's like two shots. I, I think one ounce is a shot. So I think two ounces is two shots, of course. Well, these shot glasses we got around up in here. I, they bigger than that. They way bigger than that. Right. I, I don't, I don't, yeah. And then, of course, you just add your juice and then, you know, you can squeeze more lemon lime on top, um, you know, to taste. It's all up to you. It's your choice. Now, it sounds kind of bitter, though. I like bitters. Though. I know. Yeah, I do. That's like my shot. So, I chose that because it's white crayon strawberry and I just feel like white signifies something new. It's a new year. We're bringing in a new year. We're... We got big, bigger and better things coming. So, you know. Yeah. We just got to keep it white. Well, I ain't going to say keep it white. Keep it right. Because, <laughs> I don't want nobody coming for our next, honey. Yeah, right. But y'all already know how this goes. Drink to your drink level. Make sure you do not drink and drive. I hope y'all had a safe holiday season. Everybody got home and back to their respective places safely uh drink at home drink to your drink level all that good stuff now do you have anything to get it off your chest my love get it off my chest i don't know man like we've been we've been to jamaica so much has happened so much has changed we've got engaged i was getting to that uh said with your chest i'll say this if you're going to do some excursions, and I'm going <laughs> to say this in, in any part of, you know what I mean, like the country. I was in Jamaica when I decided to do my first excursion, and it was it, it, it was chaotic from, from the door. Because as soon as when I put the helmet on, for me to get on the ATV, that shit stunk. It smelled like sweat. So, it smelled like sweat and ass. I feel like they need to update all that equipment, new helmets to be distributed. And, and I know that that would be that very expensive. Cost, yeah. So, send with your chest. Take your own helmet if you're going to be doing zip lining, ATVing. What else you need? Horsey back riding? Because you had to wear <laughs> a helmet for all that shit. And all that shit smelled like funkin' ass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like it. <laughs> my, my best friend looking at me like, it, it smells manly to me. She all happy galloping and shit on the horse. Raising up on the motherfucking ATV, showing off and shit, titties bouncing in the air. Bitch, I fell off the ATV. Lord, fell off the ATV. Gas and shit is coming out. My my fiance, my newly fiance. I can hear her like, oh my gosh, oh my my fiance, (laughs) get her help. Hey, the most embarrassing shit in the world. I'm on the I'm on it. The ATV. I'm trying to turn the corner. Then they got us out here. <laughs> you go. I mean, you talking about look, Jamaica, the streets is rough. When I say pothole city, pothole city. So now I'm out here in the land, in the trees, in the woods and shit. They got me in the back. Ain't nothing but potholes, big ass sticks. I'm trying to uh, 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 go around this shit because it's hurting my ass. The ATV is hot. <laughs> It's burning my leg. I got ass on my head. Sweating like a motherfucker. You know it's 85 degrees down there. Humidity. The sweat's running all in my eyes. It's like, oh my gosh. I can feel myself tipping over like, oh, oh, oh. Like I felt like that little old man on Blanket Man. I don't know if y'all remember that movie, man. That little dude was on there and he fell out the back of the chair when he was trying to be a superhero. Yeah, I went down. It was the most embarrassing shit in the world. I'm glad <laughs> that was my woman behind me and she wasn't taping me versus, I don't know, I feel like I would probably be on like funniest home videos because I could hear it in my head. Oh, 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 boom. Oh my gosh, I goes down. Now the nasty sweat of the helmet is all over my fucking face. My girlfriend's spazzing out. All I hear is screaming and shit. 
and the gasoline is pouring out like it's like a real movie. Yeah. I'm, it was I'm, scary. Very scary moment. I'm knocked out. I, I wake up. Hello? What are you doing? And then there's a guy standing there that's like, you got to get back on this motherfucker. You want me to get on that? Nigga, I'm walking. He's like, no, nah, you can't walk. <laughs> you yeah, don't have was, to grab on. We was too far from the starting point. So you had to ride with him. And then after that, y'all, you know what? Like, I didn't break no bones. Thank God. Thank God, you know what I'm saying, that I didn't break anything. And I really did not hurt myself. Had a very nasty bruise. But I still had to do the rest of the fucking excursions. Hurt. Yep, I that had was to, the first one. I had to suck it up because, you know, I'm a new fiance and shit. I can't bitch out and be a punk in front of my, my, my new fiance. So, I, you know what I'm saying? I rub my shoulders back, run the motherfuckers forward and shit, pull my titties up. Because one fell out the bra. I ain't even tell you about <laughs> that shit. I had to stuff that shit back in. You know what I'm saying? Throw some motherfucking peroxide on the on the left side of me because the whole left side was like boom. And then I had to get on a motherfucking horsey. <laughs> no. Yes. Yeah, then was the horseback yes. riding. We had to get on a motherfucking horsey. Whoa, motherfucking horsey. Whoa. I told that motherfucking horsey too, you got one time to get out of line and beat the <laughs> shit out of you. The the guy that was with me said, You ain't gotta talk to the horsey like that. Fuck you. I'm telling you the same thing. Once he get out of line, I'm going fuck both of y'all up. He laughed, said, oh, you Taurus. <laughs> you Taurus. You know yeah, you Taurus. And then, baby, you wasn't even checking on me. I was. You was behind me. I could have had a concussion, anything. I've stayed with you the whole time. What are you talking about? Yeah. Thank God I was behind you because if I was in front of you, nobody would have seen you. I know. I'd have probably been late. I probably would have probably caught on fire, huh? I'd have been gassy. Or the girl would have rolled up on you and almost hit you. The girl behind me. But thank God I was behind you and it worked mm-hmm. out the way it did because, yes, that was a very scary moment. I didn't know what to think was happening. I saw her tipping over and I just jumped off my ATV. I didn't even put the brake on. Put it. In. I'm surprised mine didn't go down the bushes or down the hill or in the woods because we were going down the hill at the time. And I literally just jumped off of mine when I saw her fall. So, it all worked out. But Jamaica, ultimately, other than the excursion experience, was beautiful. That was. that part we are supposed to get to later on in the show. But since you brought it up. That was my set with my chest moment. Okay. If you out of town, bitch, take your own helmet. And, and that seemed like it's a standard helmet. Because everywhere that we went, it had that little punk-ass, stink-ass <laughs> helmet. <laughs> Yo. They're like, well, we're spraying it with lights on all that shit. Stink. They, they, yeah. You got to think. People out there in that heat, they sweating, they yes. hair sweating. Mm-hmm. It's different types of people, different races of people. Oh, so, of course. Yeah, right. Um, That's what I'm saying. So That's what I'm trying to tell y'all. So, if you don't travel a lot or if you do travel a lot and you've never done excursions, be prepared. Especially in those type of, you know what I'm saying, islands, you know, where it's very hot. You know, if you're going to be doing those excursions, I would just say pack your own helmet. Say it with your chest. The shit stinks. Mm-hmm. Well, my get it off your chest moment is just being off from recovering from my surgery has been hard. Okay. Like it, I feel like I thought it was going to be easy because you feel like you get all this time to just relax and not do nothing. But it's the first time that I never had to do anything. So for me, I'm like constantly getting on my damn nerves i'm constantly trying to find things to do without exerting too much energy because i can't but it's like at the same time we moved we still had unpacking to do i still had stuff that i wanted to try to do to get done like now i'm just sitting here can't really move on pain medication like looking up stuff for the podcast now I'm reading books like now I feel like I'm starting to get back in the groove, which is which sucks because now I'm getting ready to go back to work. But I've been off for six weeks and y'all it it has been it has not been fun. You would think, like I said, you get all this time to relax and like have this time to yourself. But no, no. Mm-mm. If you're busy, be like me. And this is your first time getting time off like this. You don't know what to do because you have so many things going on in your mind that you want to try to do. 
So it's just like what which which one first? What we doing? It's like this is like my mind just and it never stops. Oh my mind, uh, that's your mind. Yeah. Um, you know, I got arthritis issues. <laughs> you okay? Lord God, Jesus. Damn it. Getting right. See, getting on my nerves right now. Whatever. You did. You got on my nerves. Whatever. I'm glad for you. I'm glad that you you know that you are feeling better though. I feel uh I feel blessed because you did like you hit your healing. You healed good. You had very good surgeons. Uh the people took very good care of you. You yes, had me to did. take care of you and get on your nerves. You just wanted to do too much too fast, and then I think that scared you, and then you slowed down a little bit. But, babe, you was mean. You need something to do, and then I feel like, well, we'll talk about it later. Okay. Yeah, but still. I don't feel like I was mean. You just, I have to understand, like I said, like this was my first time ever having this much time off, and really being able to sit and do nothing like I've never had this kind of time and if you're new listening to our podcast I had surgery for a fibroid I had an abdominal myomectomy and um the fibroid they took out of me thank god it wasn't cancerous that's first um but it was what four pounds yeah it was four pounds um, I had the stomach of a three to five month old pregnant lady and I was not pregnant. I was pregnant with a fibroid. We named her Blanca. <laughs> right. After tequila. How ironic. Because eh, so, that was our shit. That's our baby. We yeah. Love, we love 1800. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But okay. we didn't love that fibroid. Man. And it made me, I just was so sad once she showed me the picture of some like, my baby was walking around for months carrying this. And you did. Like, you went to work. You complained sometimes. But to me, not enough for what was inside of your mm-hmm. body. You know what I mean? For what they had to pull out. Uh, I felt like you took the surgery, you know, like a champ too. You did what it was that you had to do as far as, you know, relaxing. Um, I think, though, this is the most that we've really been around each other. Mm-hmm in our space Mm -hmm. since we've been together yeah and uh because you're so used to being on the move and me being so used to being on the move and you know there was a lot of different circumstances that happened with me as well which i feel like god had a lot to do with that because i had a lot on my plate Mm -hmm. until you had the surgery and it was like when you had the surgery a lot of things were removed so that i could be home with you you know what i mean you ended i feel like you ended up not needing me as much mm-hmm. you know what i mean but god made a way for us to be together we didn't know the circumstances you know right, what I'm saying? but right. i feel like it all worked out in the end and we did we got to hang out and we, we we definitely got on each other's nerves a lot uh but it was out of all love yeah and yeah. it's been challenging i'll tell you that we went from expecting me to be paid for this time off to mm-hmm. finding out I wasn't going to be paid for my time off. So it's been a challenge. And part of that reason, uh, par- part of that has a lot to do with why we have come back so late. But irregardless, we're here. So we're going to get into this commercial and we're going to be right back with the rest of the episode. So stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. Because why the hell do I keep trying to make up songs? You're making like show tunes. I don't know what's happening. I don't happening. know. It's this, it's this new wine that I've been drinking <laughs> out here, y'all. I'm sorry. Titties is out, though. But titties is out. And I've been through some shit, too. I, I don't know. We'll be back. We'll be back. All right. Girl, have you heard of Serene Candy Wax in Philly? Well, if you haven't, I suggest you go and look that up right now. It's the only 24-hour wax spot in the area. It's so cute. Every wax is named after a different type of candy. For instance, you can choose from the Cotton Candy, Sour Patch, or Twizzler. And while you're there, get into their skincare products, including beer oils for men and edible body oil for whoever you're trying to lick from head to toe. Oh, and did I mention Alicia Candy Gordon, the owner? She's an author too, and her story will blow your mind. You can book your appointment, find her products, and get the book all in one place. 
www.serenecandywax.com. I suggest you log on now. Again, that's www.serenecandywax.com. All right, y'all, we are back. So before we get into it, let's just fast forward a little bit. So when we left y'all, we left y'all right before Nikki's birthday. Mm-hmm. And for Nikki's birthday, we went to Screamageddon. And <laughs> there is where the Is Your Knees Working Challenge was birthed. Mm. Is your knees working, bitch? Is your knees working? Now, this <laughs> challenge is not like the other challenges that you probably have seen all over TikTok, all over Facebook, all over everywhere else. We're going to have to make a video for the Is Your Knees Working Challenge because we got to show y'all what the Is Your Knees Working Challenge is all about. And you can send us your videos. We might have to do a thing in the group. But then... Because is your knees working can go in a lot of different categories. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it can get nasty. <laughs> it could get playful. You know what I mean? Or it could just be like me. I got badass knees. Shit, my knees. It could be a real like, struggle. A real struggle. <laughs> I just pulled my shorts up now to, to lift my leg up a little bit. Ugh. So if you don't know, Nikki's birthday is at the end of October. So when November hit, shit really got real for us. Like we had a month to figure out. We had a month left before we moved. We were going to Jamaica. We went to my hometown, Tallahassee. Uh, We moved and then we had to boom, right, get right prepared for surgery Mm -hmm. on December 1st. And that was one of the reasons why, you know, like we we really couldn't drop any episodes because we wasn't mentally prepared. I wasn't mentally prepared, especially after I fell off that goddamn uh, (laughs) ATV coming back, you know. But I didn't want us to have too much on our plate. Right. And it would have. You was trying, though. As much as I love y'all and as much as I love doing this podcast and producing this podcast, it would have been way too much to try to handle all the things that we had going on and still create content create content like it would have been a struggle and like I told y'all before on previous episodes like we don't want to come on here and half-ass we want to come on here and give y'all real good content the best of us that we have to give I don't want to just come on here and give y'all anything just to produce something no Mm -hmm. that's not what we do at brown liquor so literally November came the first weekend we went to Tallahassee. It was the anniversary of my niece's passing, long live Juju. And then we came back from that. I think we had, what, a week? Mm-hmm. Then it was time to go to Jamaica. Now, she already then told y'all about the ATV accident in Jamaica. But the biggest part of Jamaica for me was we got engaged. Yes, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> So another part, another big part of Jamaica was that my sister surprised me while we were there. I had no idea that my sister was coming. Right. Um, that I, was a, that though. was definitely a big shocker. I hooked all of this up though. She didn't know none of this I was knew going nothing. on. Mind you, the day before we left to go to Jamaica, my sister was in the hospital. Literally, so I the literally day had no. I, I that was the last furthest thing from my mind was that I was thinking she would be popped up in Jamaica. So it was a beautiful surprise, and it was it was a struggle because they had me calling and teletravel. Were they going to be able to? Yeah, I'm saying reschedule. I'm like, no, I need you guys there because I have to do this proposal. I need somebody from your side of the family to be there to witness it. I had my people from my side of the family that was going to be there to witness it. So it was just a very big deal to me that, you know what I mean, everybody showed up. And plus, you know, I wanted you to feel good about your 35th. You mm-hmm. were struggling with that. Like, I'm, I'm going to Jamaica. I wanted my family to come. Nobody's coming. You know, so I really, really wanted to surprise you because you've always showed up and showed out for me for my birthday. You know, so. And you did that. And if y'all haven't seen that. this rock, honey, sis is shining. Okay. So then what we left Jamaica, what, on a Friday? 
No, we left Saturday morning. We left Saturday, Saturday afternoon after having several drinks and crushing two bottles of champagne. Right. And <laughs> then skipped. So we left Saturday. We had Sunday back in Tampa. That Monday, we had to move. Yes. <laughs> so Monday, the 21st, we were moving. We spent all day moving. And then a week and a half later, well, a couple days later, it was my actual birthday. We went to Jamaica for my birthday. So a couple days later, it was my birthday. Then, of course, it was Thanksgiving. Then week later, it was surgery time. My mm-hmm. surgery date was December 1st. And I had to be there at like seven in the morning. They was already stressing me out because at the last minute, my doctor decided she wanted to COVID test me because she thought I had COVID. Kept telling her I don't have COVID. I'm just stuffy. I work in the office building where most of the people work from home. So the office is just dusty. I'm just stuffy. But whatever. I understand she had to take all the necessary precautions because had anything gone wrong, it could have came back on her so whatever but overall surgery went well um like Nikki said earlier I had great surges they took good care of me I had to stay in the hospital for two days and then they released me um and I've been out on my recovery since then I had six weeks off I technically am able to go back to work next week but we'll see how that goes. My actual return date ain't until January 16th. So we'll see how that goes. But I can go back next week if I want to. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're a little bit upset. Why? With the, with, the, with, the work, with the workforce. With your workforce. Because you just seem basically like what they put you through. Yeah. You know what I mean? My job did stress me out. Because like I said, we did find out that... Um, I wasn't going to be able to be paid for my my leave, which is not necessarily their fault. It's more so the insurance company's fault. Well, it's more so. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna point blame. Like I don't want you to point blame because big company is big business. But I just wanted you to put that out there. Because like at the end of the day, you do like you got to cover all your bases when you work for a corporation Mm -hmm. and corporations just don't care about you. And I feel like you actually seen that, you know what I mean? With this, with this little transition, yeah, that that happened. Uh, Some companies, you know, they are good to their employees and insurance wise. That's where a lot of the loopholes come in at. You have to remember what your insurance company, your insurance company is only going to allow you to do what the employer puts in the options you know what mm-hmm. I mean so that's why I put I put the blame you know somewhat on your company and then you know with the insurance company as well because I feel like they all run hand in hand but at the end of the day you were I feel like blindsided because we all agreed for you to you know upgrade your insurance right, right. you know what I mean and to pick certain options to avoid what to avoid that, but right. it still ended up happening to you anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were mad about. But shit, you got a you got a woman, you got a fiance that came through and we held it down and we dealt with it because that's what we did. Right. And we kind of prepared for it ahead of time. Like we knew it was coming. So mm-hmm. we kind of set aside money for it just because I, I figured with me being out, even if I was going to get paid, I figured that whole process was going to take some time. Like, I've never been out on the surgery leave, so I didn't know what this would look like. But I figured that the whole paper processing part of it, paperwork processing part of it would take some time. So, we did. We set some money aside, and ultimately, it all worked out. So, that was good. Mm-hmm. I feel like, uh, at the end of the day, God creates situations for you to go through so that you can grow and be stronger. Mm-hmm. So that was your test. My test is here. I ended up losing an account, a very big account, you know what I'm saying, cleaner-wise, when we were in Jamaica. Then I came home to find out that, you know, another client hadn't paid their cleaning bill for over three months. And now, you know what I'm saying, there's paybacks that have to be taken out of, you know, royalties. And now I may have to take them to court to actually recoup my funds, which actually put me 
um, in a hole to where, you know, financially it kind of hurt because you know my, my, my fiance is not working right now. And of course, we're going to hold it down. But it did create the opportunity for us to be together, for me to be here for you, even though you ended up being a lot more independent very sooner than what we thought. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like, you know, God just went ahead and created that path uh for us to be able to be together and he opened my eyes to you know a lot of business uh details that i need to start paying attention to as well so that i can elevate and be a better businesswoman and you know i feel like we all learned something you learn some things about corporate america you feel like you know you need to get you know, some side hustles you got to make sure that you get your degree when you start feeling better with your school get that done and over with so that we can have plans to elevate so mm-hmm. i thought everything happened for a reason and god put us in this in this situation for a reason as well but we did end up with a, a, a bigger apartment i will say that yes we moving on up our next stop is a house you know the, the housing market is crazy and we live in florida and yeah baby you gotta clap you gotta do that mm-hmm. jesus clap because you know now down here they didn't raise housing insurance and everything oh, so yes everything is so high right now right. yes yes so we you know we take we took one step up we went from a little house a little apartment to a bigger apartment next year we're looking into that move to the house to something more permanent Yes, I feel like I, there there ain't really nothing left here with for me for Florida. I love the sunshine. I would love for for us to to go somewhere where there's more sunshine. That's not so you know what I'm saying demanding, um, financially when it comes feel, to housing. I feel like as the years goes on, it's just gonna get more expensive everywhere. So. I mean, I feel like markets are increasing everywhere. So it's just like it all depends. It, it all depends on where you want to be. The good thing I can say about where we are now, we do have a bigger space. We got literally more space. We got more bedrooms. Um, but we also have a big backyard. And that's what excited me the most about this place because who doesn't want a yard? As much as we like to grill and barbecue. Yeah, we've been barbecuing since we yeah. got yeah. I just got off the grill just now. Asparagus Literally. and steak. Down, uh, no, not down Monaco's ribeyes. Ribeyes mm-hmm. and asparagus. Yep. But y'all, we going to get into the question from one of our listeners in Ooh. our group. Ooh. So, now this question is going to be a little sensitive to some of y'all because... Some of y'all got kids and some of y'all done been in relationships with people with kids that you probably still claiming. So let's just go ahead and get right into it. The question that was asked is, if you dated someone with kids, what's the time frame for the kids to still be like, quote unquote, your kids? How long do you stick around or do you cut the kids off when you cut the mom off? What's your what say you? Mm. Okay. <laughs> so with me in my relationships, when it was over with the mother, it was basically over with the with the child. Now I've been in relationships where uh I've dated somebody for a couple of years and me and you know, their kid was close, but I had my own kid as well. I had my own son. So there were, there were a lot of relationships that was going on. You know, I had a relationship with, with, with a woman and they had a child. I had a child. So our children had a relationship with each other. Uh, so with some, I'm going to say with one, with one young lady that I dated, uh, me and her, when we parted ways, our sons, they still stayed connected you know what I mean even when me and the mother wasn't talking so much I don't know like they found a way to stay together this was before we even had internet and things like that so Mm -hmm. you know like they still had that connection uh I feel like uh adults you know made it possible it wasn't me you know my my mom had reached out and, and somewhat you know Another young lady that I dated when when it was over, it was it it was over, and I feel like she used her children as a pawn mm-hmm. uh, when we would argue sometimes, or 
you know what I'm saying, and try to get a leg up, which wasn't cool. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I was to see him in the street today and they needed they needed anything, like it 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 would be cool. I don't have any hard feelings, but I feel like once it runs its course, it runs its course. I don't feel like I've ever just ran ran behind like where's the kids at? What are what uh girl. No, I focused on me and I focused on my son to repair my relationship with him because I just didn't go through a breakup. He went through a breakup as well. So I kind of just like focused on my son. Let him know that it was going to be all right. And we moved on. If we came together later on down the line for the children, yes. But other than that, no. And sooner or later, it I feel like it it, 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 it fizzled out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And in one instant, my ex-girlfriend, she passed away. But my son and, you know what I'm saying, her son... They're still connected. You know what I'm saying? They still call themselves brothers. And I would never, ever come in between that. And I feed them all. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, God damn it, as my... I'm not going to steal your shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, um, like, yeah, like, that's that's just it. I roll with it until it doesn't... Until it can't roll anymore. My response is, fuck them kids. <laughs> okay? Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Fuck them kids. Okay. But why, babe? Why are you so Listen, angry? let me let me break it down. I've dated a lot of women with kids, studs primarily, that had their own kids. You know what I mean? And I'll say for my last two relationships prior to you, of course, my last relationship, her son, um, yeah, like once I realized when it was over that she was going to be using the pawn thing on me to kind of like keep me connected and keep me drawn in and keep me. I was like, yeah, no, it, you going to have to break your relationship with this. Like it was hard for me. Don't get me wrong. I know I'm saying fuck them kids, but it was hard for me to detach myself from the children because kids are innocent. They don't they don't ask to be involved in these relationships in these situations. They right. didn't ask to be, you know, a part of what it is that you bringing them into. But once I realized that, I was like, "Oh yeah, no. I'm going to have to end the relationship." And literally, I had to turn turn my nice girl off and turn that fuck them kids on because like if you kept on caring, it wasn't going to do nothing yeah, except hurt exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. And the the ex before that, like, even with her, like, now her situation was different because it wasn't her child. It was her ex-girlfriend's child. Yeah. The femme had the baby. And, you know what I'm saying? They was raising her together. Now, that situation was a little bit different because I'm connected to your stud mom. Your stud mom didn't have you. So, really, it was like, fuck them kids. What are we doing? Yeah, like, what you, you, yeah. So, and she had a kid prior to that child that was also being brought around me. You know what I mean? So. It's all confusing. Yeah, it was just, it was just a lot going on. But at the end of the day, I feel like. When you date somebody who has children and y'all don't end up working out, eventually you're going to have to disconnect yourself from them children. You got to do it at your own time. You got to do it at your own pace. But at the end of the day, it has to be done because if you stay connected to those children, it's going to be a reason for you to stay connected to that person. And it ultimately... I mean, I feel like it, 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 dep- it depends on the age of the children. Because if you talk about little kids, yes, you're going to have to make arrangements with the person in order to see the kids, pick up the kids, blah, 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 blah. If they're teenagers, they might have their own cell phones. They may have their own mode of transportation. They might know how to get around. It's less of, you know what I'm saying, communication that you got to do with the other person. But if it's little kids involved, then yeah, you're going to have to... You gonna have to you gonna have to slide on out of there. 
smooth and easily because <laughs> it's going to be hard for real. It's going to be hard. And as, as you stay connected to the children and as they get older, it's just going to get harder. But it all depends on the where, where you're at with, with that with that ex. You know what I mean? Even though I could not stand my ex, the one that my son, you know, had ties with her son. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they were like they were close. Even though I couldn't stand her, and she did, like, she did some awful things. You know, I'll say this, because I never like to put, I never wanted to be one-sided. So, I'll say, we did some awful things Mm -hmm. to each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I still would be like, that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? Boom. But I feel like, in the end, with her, my mom created that bridge, because I wasn't even here. I was in prison. When I came home that link had already came back. Been established. Yeah, it had came back. So once I had came home, it was already like a done deal. So even if I would have tried to interfere, I would have really looked like the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then once that I did came come home and I seen what my son was being, you know, exposed to around him, I just had to have a conversation with my son about the things that I wanted him to do and the things that I didn't want him to do. And I just wanted him to always remember what he seen me go through. Mm-hmm. So then that way we had clear boundaries and you know, you got to let kids make their own decisions. But boy, I want you to know my, my son was on scare straight. You know what I mean? So he, 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 he rolled with, with, with the flow, but they still are still close. They're still cool. Uh, the things that he did learn from him, you know, like I can't, you know, say, anything negative i don't want to say anything negative mm-hmm. let me just say that and uh it's that but I, I really feel like it just all goes uh with communication and if y'all end up being okay or if the kids if you have a kid see like i had a kid so my kid had a connection so I guess that's different. You didn't have any children mm-hmm. to where they had a connection. It was just you having a connection. So I can see why you're saying what you're saying. But I feel like even if I did have children, of course I wouldn't want to. And I'm not saying that people do this because I don't I don't know what's the determinant factor of when and how you decide to bring people around your, your child. But I feel like. It would take a lot for me to bring somebody around my child. And I know that might that may be hard, but you may be a single mother. Your child may be with you all the time. You still want to date. You still want to have people over, whatever, whatever. But I'm not going to let my child build a connection with somebody that I don't see a future with. And, of course, everything is unpredictable. You Love is unpredictable. You don't know if the shit's going to work or or not. But... And it's like you're taking a chance with every relationship. But still, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I, I feel what you're saying. I do feel like it depends on what kind of relationship you and that ex have once the breakup is done. Mm-hmm. Because if y'all are able to be amicable and friendly and grown, okay, grown, because <laughs> grown. Let's just stop there. Let me say this though. (laughs) It's funny because I'm looking at um because I posted this question in a couple of groups. I know I always do that so that I can get more feedback for you guys. And I'm looking at a post right here from my girl Miss Amy Young. She says cutting the kids off depends on the relationship you have with them from the start, how long you've been in their lives. When you commit to here when you commit to her, you commit to them, and thus that is when it becomes our kids in a conversation. And this is in her opinion. So I feel like that's the same thing that I was basically saying mm-hmm. as well. Um, but I feel like, once again, you didn't have any children. It was just you, you know what I'm saying, dating women with children. Um, I feel like when you have children and you're dating another woman that has children, I feel like that makes makes the conversation a little bit different because now it's not just you and that person it's you that person and y'all kids Mm -hmm. you know what I mean so you're gonna be spiteful and be that bitch no eh, 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 eh. you can't see them 
or you gonna be, you know, on, on your ground, sip your red wine, y'all That's go ahead saying. and go on y'all play date, and I'll see you when you get back. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And that that's what I experienced in my situation with my previous relationship. She was trying to be spiteful and had every excuse in the book for me to not spend time with the child. And once I realized what was happening, that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to have to detach myself from trying to have a relationship with this child. I was in this life from the time he was four years old up until the time he was six. So, I mean, two years may not seem like a long time, that's but... But for a young kid, like that's a long time. And depending on the memories that y'all cre- that y'all created together, it could be a lifetime. Those could be the best memories that he ever had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We got to be careful. You start, yeah, you, said, uh, you, you know, just you, you got to be real careful about your children, and you got to have conversations with your with your kids. Once you break up with somebody, ask them how they feel about it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just you just dealing with the emotions, and you think it's all about you and how you feeling. Ask your kids how they how it make them feel, because that person was once a part of their lives, regardless of however long it was for. Mm-hmm. If you involved your your child with that person and they have some kind of connection or relationship ask your child how the breakup made them feel trust me it'll help y'all relationship and it'll help with relationships moving forward mm-hmm. listen to this one um when you get involved with a woman who has children it becomes a package deal this was my response buy one get one free <laughs> <laughs> I ain't shit. I ain't shit. But, you know what I'm saying? I do. Like, I agree. It is, it is a package deal. I dated a young lady, man. She had, um, she, she has, she had children. Let me just say that. And I really liked her children. You know what I mean? And, you know, me and the oldest, you know, we really, we, we, we connected, you know what I'm saying? In, in so many ways. And there would be days when I would come in some of the conversations that we would have, I know probably to this day, she probably be like, damn, yo, I wonder what mm-hmm. Nikki's doing. You know what I mean? Because I wonder too, like, man, I wonder how, you know, she turned out. She probably should be graduating from high school, um, you know, in a year or two or whatnot, whatnot. And that was, that was hard for me. That's when I made a decision that I was not dating anyone else that had children. Because my son is grown. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? My son is 26. Back then, he was probably like 22, 23 Give or take, because he what he just turned twenty six. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was about three, four years ago. Yeah, so he was about twenty two, twenty three. So my son, my son was grown. My son, I'm not bonding with anybody. I'm playing PlayStation <laughs> slash Xbox now, Mom. If you need me to run interference, I got you. Because he's that type of you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I, he rocks with his mom, and I rock with my son. But um, yeah, like it, it, it hurt, and it, it hurt deep because you know, like I really cared. For her and you know it is a package deal i care for her children as well so when we broke like our relationship was so toxic so there wasn't no friends there wasn't no oh my daughter could come and hang out with you or my son can come and hang out with you there was none of that that shit was cut severed mm. no no talking you know what i mean so it, that shit was like a bad cold i just got dropped <laughs> you know what I mean? That that played a part. My last relationship played a part in me being very careful, very mindful about who I dated and how old their kids was. When I met you and you said your son was grown, I was like, okay. Yes. When okay. you said, girl, you ain't had no kids, girl, my coochie got wet. <laughs> <laughs> what? And you was fine. And you was chocolate. And you had a job, bitch. And you had a car. And you had a crib, bitch. What? <laughs> uh, what? Checked off all the boxes. All the boxes, bitch. I was on my fucking Google flights like, um. <laughs> <laughs> so when is the next? Said? Yeah, when's the next flight to my fucking day Tampa? Room, what? What? And I hated that I put my foot in my mouth. What? I shouldn't have never said that. But once again, I'm glad that I did because we really got to know each other before yes, we, we even took that leap. But... Yes, checked off all the boxes. No kids, cute job. You know what I mean? Like you had everything that I was looking for. Mm-hmm. You was it. I was like, oh, I'm not fucking this up. Mm-hmm. I'm not fucking this up. Yeah. So that was good. So 
that's all we got for y'all. This is our episode. I hope we was able to give y'all some educational insight. And I hope we answered this listener's question thoroughly. Because, you know, we gave our opinion. We also gave some opinions of some people in our group. You can join our group at Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations on Facebook. You can follow mm-hmm. our TikTok. We're Brown Liquor on everything. Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. And if spell you... Spell it for them, babe, because you know we spell it different. Okay. we used to play on words. So, it's B-R-O-W-N-L-I-Q-H-E-R. Come to our Facebook group, Brown Liquor Lesbian Conversations, because there are there's about 40 different comments that's on here. Um, and a lot of them make sense, you know what I mean? And if you're feeling a certain type of way or if you need some guidance on this situation, man, reach out to us. Come yes. to the group. We have all types of questions. We have all types of answers, some funny, some sad. You know, some people get mad as hell. Just don't get too real with it because then we'll have to kick you out. You got to be respectful. Right. But, you know what I mean? Check us out, man. We are always around. And we got a travel club that's getting ready to come through. We are doing a cruise right now. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about yeah, a cruise at all. we didn't all. talk about the cruise at all. But we got y'all. We'll talk about it a little bit more next episode. But uh, Brown Liquor will be having their first meet and greet uh, April the 14th through the 17th on Carnival Cruise Line. Hit me up, man. We still have cabins that are available. I just reached out to my um, agent at Carnival to get more cabins available because now it's like a lot of people are reaching out. Uh, Once again, the cruise does not set sail until April the 14th. Unfortunately, we do not have any more payment arrangements that are available. If you would like to join us, you would have to pay for your cabin flat out. It is two-person occupancy. I do have a little bit of a deal for people that want to travel single. So, hit us up. You know what I mean? We'll take, uh, you know what I'm saying, credit card, cash app. Bitch, don't try to give me no check because it ain't rolling <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? If you still got something that stimulates money, check us out. We're going to have games. It's going to be a free... Um, Mixer with our meet and greet. Uh, there's going to be karaoke. We are selling to the Bahamas. So, yeah, on the real, come holla at us. And we cute in person in real life. You know what I'm saying? You and, can feel my butt. Oh, God. I know. I and if it. you want to be a sponsor of Brown Liquor, just email us at brownlicker at gmail.com and we will send you our commercial pricing and we'll get your commercial on this season. Come on, Black Business. Let's go. And if you got a black business or a black organization that you want, um, you know, some shine on, we could definitely feature you on the podcast. We have a lot of interesting people that we're going to be interviewing this season. So we're going to need y'all to check that out, too. My girl, Nafisa, up there in Picks, uh, not Pittsburgh, but Philadelphia, uh, Pennsylvania. She's doing great things. She's going to be coming on pretty soon um, to just share, you know, what she's doing. Uh, some links on, you know, how you could just become a better person if you need some things. I don't, I'm, I'm being vague right now because I want her to be able to come on and just tell her story. And these, a lot of people that I work with and that we have on the podcast, man, we was locked up. We did years, you know what I mean? State time. There's a couple of people, you know what I mean, that had to do uh, some fad time too. So we out here. And we've all came from nothing and built something. So I never want to hear, you know, oh, I got this on my record. I got that on my record because you can always make something out of nothing. That's right. You're looking at, you know what I'm saying, prime example. Well, you're listening to prime example right here. All right, y'all. And, and that's how that, we're going to end it. We out. We out. Brown liquor. What? Brown liquor. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry, stupid. <laughs>